0: This is the InFocus Podcast from The Hindu. Hello and welcome to the InFocus Podcast. I'm G Sampath, your host for today's episode. The advent of the COVID-19 pandemic and lockdown measures have meant work from home for many. And work from home means plenty of web meetings and webinars, which often involve both audio and video. Studies by mental health researchers suggest that web-based official meetings are far more demanding than face-to-face, offline interactions. And over a period of time, a heavy dose of webinars can cause a host of problems, ranging from anxiety and eye strain to restlessness and disturbed sleep. These and other symptoms are often tagged together as webinar fatigue. With the pandemic looking unlikely to recede very soon, web meetings will remain a staple of professional life for some time to come. This makes it all the more important that there is greater awareness about webinar fatigue so that people can manage it better. So what exactly causes webinar fatigue? How is it diagnosed? Are there steps that workplaces and managers can take to prevent it? And if someone gets it, what is the remedy? To answer these questions, we have with us Dr. Manoj Manoj Kumar Sharma. Dr. Sharma is Professor of Clinical Psychology at the National Institute of Mental Health and Neurosciences, Bangalore. His area of specialization includes the management of technology overuse and the healthy use of potentially addictive technology. Dr. Sharma, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Sharma, let's start with, the, with a very basic question. So, is webinar fatigue something uh, we should take seriously in terms of mental health or is it just a way of speech of casually referring to someone who is really exhausted from having, say, back-to-back uh, webinars and so on?
1: Uh, I would say it's a becoming a mental health concern, though webinars were there pre-COVID time also. And people have, on researchers have also sensitized the impact of attending series of webinars in a day and its impact on individual health. But it become a concern during COVID time where there is no mobility and for work and for other recreational activities, people are hooked to digital devices and spending significant amount of time on these digital devices create what we now call digital stress or digital fatigue and it is found to be more among people who are attending webinars or zoom meetings which cause exhaustion to them. So definitely this issue needs attention among Users as well as among policymakers, so that users' mental health can be improved, as well as they can also be psychoeducated about various digital hygiene practices to avoid webinar fatigue.
0: Okay, so what, what exactly uh, are, are the symptoms of webinar fatigue?
1: What I would say the broad symptom is exhaustion. Exhaustion after attending series of Uh, webinars or online meetings when we are saying exhaustion it is also related to number of other characteristics which cause this exhaustion one is when you are in a webinar meeting you have to remain attentive and there is also a anxiety of fear of missing out something that i should not miss out something third is it also prompts a person to remain hyper-connective or hyper-vigilant so that he or she should not miss any important information. And since they are in the webinar meeting, they are also expected to contribute. That again brings a lot of cognitive load on the individual uh, cognitive capacity. And since another factor which contributes is constant looking into the screen, and sometimes the monitor size size of the image also brings physical fatigues and all these factors brings digital stress and which further becomes the reason for experiencing webinar fatigue okay
0: so are there are there any specific characteristics of uh, interacting uh, in a visual in a virtual format which make them more stressful or more problematic than say you know Attending a seminar offline in a a room, in a conference room somewhere where you are meeting people face to face. Does the digital interaction have certain characteristics that make them more stressful than an offline meeting?
1: Definitely, I think there are some characteristics which are recognized, which contribute to more fatigue in online meetings. One is definitely takes away your mobility. And uh, since you have to remain in a particular place, in a particular position, which brings physical strain. Second is the need for hyper-connectiveness and the need not to miss out anything. Also keeps you alert maximum time of the day and if you remain in alert position and without having any period of relaxation again contributes to physical and mental fatigue. Third, like when In a face-to-face communication, we have a lot of verbal and non-verbal communication. But when we are in the online platforms, somewhere the... these both non-verbal and verbal communication get compromised. And somewhere we have seen like if you look at the screen, your blinking frequencies also comes down. And which again creates a further physical stress. And all these three factors Brings and lack of leisure activity, lack of relaxing activity. That's the fourth factor when we are attending these online meetings, creates becomes a pathways for experiencing webinar fatigue. Okay, no, but this, uh, I, this uh, what you said about
0: um, nonverbal cues being absent is, is of course, uh, uh, it's clear, it's it's clearly one major difference. But but even in offline meetings in a conference room where there are 10, 12 people present. Even there, everybody has to be uh, hyper-vigilant and uh, alert and all that, right? That, how is that different from?
1: Uh, uh, it's like more to go with like uh, screen use. The uh, Somewhere I think people have talked about along with other these characteristics, the screen image and the looking at the PPTs and presentation for a significant period of time. All these factors brings cognitive overload, which creates stress, more stress in comparison to uh, offline meeting, where person can make himself or herself comfortable, can look, can take a break from even looking at the from the presentation in the offline platform, which is not so possible in the online meetings and that right. more goes with the series of meeting we're not saying like if you're attending one webinar or two webinar in a day but what we are seeing now people are attending webinars it maximum 8 to 10 hours a day or maximum more than 6 hours a day it's a concern for us
0: okay okay so less than 6 hours is not that big a concern
1: uh this is like some criteria as I am not saying less than 6 hours but if it is a series continuous 6 hours it again become a concern. Because the general recommendation goes every 40 minutes of screen use. One must take a break to relax his eyes, one must take do certain exercise to relax his neck muscles, to relax his hands and to bring some relaxation in the body posture if that is not happening if it is continuously either is a webinar or any digital platforms it brings stress it brings burnout
0: okay so you yeah uh, coming to burnout i mean in your piece on webinar uh, fatigue you speak about uh, uh, webinar fatigue leading to some kind of a burnout and uh, how that's a big uh, hazard of uh, you know professional life in in the in the age of the lockdown Can you tell us a little bit more about what constitutes this burnout uh, syndrome?
1: Uh, Burnout syndrome is a mixture of digital stress and digital fatigue. When I am saying digital stress, digital stress means uh, sometimes when we are busy with, it has been taken from uh, use of digital in other platforms also like person is using for social media, person is doing attending classes, person is doing other works also. And sometimes there is a concept we have talked about, there is a background listening always happens. Though we are active on our professional work, but in the background we are also, I mean side by side, when I'm saying background listening, side by side there are other activities that are also happening. Maybe you are responding to social media, you are also responding to chats, you are also responding to other things. So what you are doing is multitasking. So when this multitasking is happening with all these background activities along with your Uh, the preferred activities it creates digital stress and if you are doing this multiple tasking for a significant period of time then it brings a feeling of exhaustion it also brings loss of productivity sometimes because you are getting distracted every time and lack of satisfaction if these three characteristics are coming up it decreases your uh, efficiency to work and if this fourth symptom also comes. Then we say the person is developing uh, burnout, and which may have further consequences in terms of developing this web- webinar fatigue, zoom fatigue, or any other kinds of screen fatigue. Okay,
0: so uh, so you're saying that uh, very often when when people are uh, participating in a web- webinar or a web meeting they are they are on more than one digital device right they might be looking at their laptop screen and also uh, using their smartphone to be uh, for chat or social media updates and that yeah. adds another layer of uh, stress to uh, digital stress
1: yeah yeah and that basically brings more demand to attend to all the things which sometime person feel that i can do it but it start affecting their uh, physical psychological and cognitive capacities Okay. So, I mean, in, in my circle
0: of uh, people I know, acquaintances, many people complain uh, of sleep uh, being a casualty, you know, when, especially on days when they, when they are exposed to the screen uh, for a long time. I mean, is there a link between uh, disturbed sleep and webinar uh, fatigue as such?
1: Possible because sometimes happens. Of, there is one thing is uh, if you are uh, persisting your online activities till your bedtime there is a possibility that you may delay your sleep. That's one possibility. Secondly, sometimes if you are already exhausted with your all webinars and all, you want to relax. And the relaxation modality has also become digital in COVID time. So, while you are relaxing either through music, movies or series, again, it predisposes or it makes a person to delay the sleep a little late so that they can spend, have a leisure time. So once they start having leisure time, their sleep gets delayed. Generally, we have seen that if people sleep with the devices 30 to 40 minutes, definite delay in sleep happens. If it is more than that, definitely it will bring fatigueness on the next day. And which since fatigueness is there, exhaustion is already there. And again, they have to remain hyper-vigilant, hyper-connected And anxiety of not to miss out anything and to do multiple tasking will definitely contribute to webinar fatigue. So the advice always goes 30 to 40 minutes before sleeping time. If possible, log out from online activities and sleep in a peaceful environment. Okay. Okay. I
0: think that's a very, I think, uh, critical point which many of us tend to miss because when after after a day spent uh, Looking into a screen for work purposes and webinars. I mean, when when you want to relax, you again go to a digital device for for yeah. what you consider uh, relaxation, right? In terms of on-screen entertainment, Netflix or whatever. So I think this could this is something I think many of us are not really uh, aware of, aware of, and vigilant about. But coming to this, uh, the next step of uh, addressing webinar fatigue. Uh, I mean, are there some uh, good practices or best practices that webinar hosts and uh, workplaces can adopt to minimize the possibility of a webinar fatigue? Uh,
1: definitely, I think one we encourage is uh, some policies of giving a break after one or two webinars, depending upon the nature of webinars. And that breaks can be used to bring relaxations or they can be participant can be psycho educated minimum to blink their eyes at least 10 times move their head forward backward five time each right left five time each and same for wrist also clockwise and anti clockwise five time each and if they can have some mobility during that break if this and in certain cases and webinar fatigue is also like we are saying about Hyperconnectiveness, hypervigilance. It sometimes also things become little bad for people who, by personality, very anxious, and the people who want want to make sure that everything should happen in a perfect way. If this kind of personality traits are there, that will further. Uh, increase the impact of this webinar fatigue if this so again employees can also be educated if they have any other stress issues they should definitely seek any professional help or online and offline so that this stress sh- issues should not mediate or enhance the impact of webinar fatigue second thing all employees should be encouraged to have some uh, leisure activity time in an offline way, if possible, so that, that of leisure time can be with the friends, can be with the family members. And third would be improve uh, educate them about digital fasting. Digital fasting is a concept that after all your professional works get over, spend some time without technology for your hobbies, for your other activities which can make you feel good and which can help you to have a good family quality time and the last will goes at least 30 to 40 minutes before sleep time avoid use of gadgets and online activities if it is possible so if these four advice goes from the employees definitely it can help the bring the uh, reduce the impact of uh, webinars on um, uh, Employs mental health as well as it will also reduce the risk for developing webinar fatigue. Okay, so these mes- these measures which you've just
0: outlined, when uh, are they are they basically what constitute digital hygiene? Because you you've used this concept of uh, digital hygiene in your paper, or is that something else? It's some the same.
1: It's the same. I think it's called digital hygiene only. So if these digital hygiene practices comes in their lifestyle, definitely they can remain productive as well as these practices can help them to reduce the risk for developing webinar fatigue okay and uh, lastly
0: uh, dr sharma see do we do you see this uh, webinar fatigue uh, phenomenon sort of receding once the covid 19 lockdowns end and people start going back to work or is it like uh, not likely
1: uh, as i said like it will be there depending upon the workplace demand but it is more now because everything is online but once the things become offline definitely they will have other opportunity to distribute their time but again they should remain sensitive to this concept that if they are attending if they are feeling exhaustion because of screen use they should check whether it is because of attending series of webinar is it because they are doing a lot of other background activity that is contributing to webinar fatigue or is it is their personal stress which is contributing to webinar fatigue but it will be there but and also another thing which we have to see it also varies from individual to individual some individual have better resilience they may not experience webinar fatigue but some of them because of other predispositions may develop webinar fatigue but definitely, once the things become better, it will have a positive impact. It will reduce the frequency of experiencing webinar fatigue, but it will be there. Okay, uh, Dr. Sharma. One more thing I wanted to ask you: since your uh, specialization
0: is uh, uh, technology addiction, I'm just curious. I mean, the last one year, most of us have been glued to uh, screens, you know, because of work from home and lockdown and so on. I mean, is there has there been a greater uh, incidence of uh, uh, technology addiction and has it become a bigger problem in the last one year since you are in this field and you are seeing patients and so on like can you p- briefly tell us what has been your experience on this?
1: In the last one year if I would say based on our the inquiries we are getting definitely the increase use of technology has increased significantly and second thing the u- increased use has also affected the quality of life of the person when I'm saying quality of life means most of the people are spending time on online activities because leisure activities have also become digital. So they have digital leisure activity and they have digital work-related activities. So everything has become digital. So it has contributed to increased use, quality of life, and as well as it has also affected, the uh, I would say, the family Quality time also, but down the line, I think if I would say initially we have seen this kind of issues, but uh, if I would say from December, January onwards, we started also getting calls where people are becoming conscious of the increased use of technology and they were inquiring about what they can do to bring a balance at individual level as well as at the family level so that they can remain productive as well as they can have a good family time also
0: right i think uh, striking a balance is i think a very key part of being uh, able to sustain a digitally focused work life and uh, and a healthy leisure life as well uh, dr sharma thank you so much for talking to us pleasure talking to you thank you thank you in focus will be back soon with analysis of
1: the biggest news issues In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by the Hindu. We'll see you soon.